1: there's so many fucking um, like dumbass videos about about Batman now like this is one where it's like they're in an office and it's just a normal like they're talking about what we're we gonna get for lunch you know <laughs> and then one so, the lights get cut out. And they're all like, what the hell? And then they cut back on. Suddenly, there's a dude in all black. And they're like, oh, that's Josh. You saw the Batman last weekend. <laughs> He's like, I'm not Josh. I'm vengeance. <laughs> <He walks out. laughs> it's like, bro, don't take it so serious. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I know. It's like, I, you know, I've seen that, too, where, like, mom's making dinner. And then suddenly it's like, and then you see, like, the the uh, the Batman in the back, in the living room coming closer to the kitchen, you know? <laughs> Speaking of which, did you hear that, um, the, guy that played, um, the guy that played the guy that played the Riddler is writing his own comic book, Riddler Year One? Ooh, yeah, it's supposed to come I'm out. Definitely
1: late. down for that. I, the Riddler needed more love anyway. Such a good villain, but I feel like he got kind of kind of shafted in the cartoons as just being like a really stupid
0: Jim Carrey joker. character. Yeah,
1: yeah, like just silly. You know, and Jim Carrey did a cool. I mean, Jim Carrey's Riddler fit the universe those movies were in. So I'm not I'm not hating. But the is fucking twisted, dude. And he usually gets the upper hand on Batman a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Including this movie. Um <laughs> so it's kind of fun. I don't know. We'll get into it, but it's uh yeah I'm down with that dude. I need to get back on my comic book reading. I've kind of slacked on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah I've kind of I've well this this whole week has just been kind of fucking crazy. Normally we record these things like a week out, but this since we took off last week, we're actually recording like the week of. Um, so like, uh, what was it? So I had, what really fucked me up was the time change and inventory on yeah. the same day. So we, so we lose an hour and then I have to go in at 5 p.m., uh, or have to be there at six. I ended up getting there like five thirty to do inventory. I didn't leave till like five thirty the next morning. And then I had to come back to work at five that night to close. Um, and then I only got like, like barely six hours of sleep.
1: Mm.
0: Cause when I came home, my animals were like, Whoa. they it, basically, if my animals could talk, they'd be looking at the watches going, do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is right now? We didn't eat like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, uh, So it's like I gave them just a little something. I go, it's too late. I'm too tired. And I try to go to sleep and I just couldn't fall asleep. Like I was super tired when I got home. And then when I got into bed, it was like up and down every two hours. So I get to work and then it was like, all right. And then I had, and then I closed Monday and then I had to turn around and open on Tuesday. And then um, I got a day off. And that day I actually slept for like a good 12 hours. Yeah. And then like and so like this week has just been kind of off. So I had two days off in a row Saturday and uh, and Sunday. And then I go back to work on Monday. But then it was supposed to be like I'm working. OK, work two days off and then work three days. But then um, one of my uh, co-workers has a serious family issue. So my schedule got changed. So now I'm working mondays through thursday get friday off and then saturday and i was like "eh, whatever it's no big deal but you know it's just like it's one of those where it's like not consistent so it's like my body my body's recovered for the most part by now so it's kind of like okay but i'm not working any really crazy hours this week it's just you know a day off got pushed but it's like whatever you know yeah but uh but last week just kind of it got to a point where I literally lost track of days. Like, I was like, what day is it? What are we doing? Oh, wait, it's payday? Oh, yeah, it's Friday. Okay, cool. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> counting money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I just got like my second regular paycheck because, you know, like I got half a paycheck because of COVID when I was out for COVID. So that was a bit of a stretch. And then the last paycheck was like, okay, so all the bills I pushed, I can pay to this. Okay, I still, I have less money than I did when I, you know, been before, all right. So this week it's like okay, cool. I can breathe. I can just relax a little bit and and uh you know, get you know, like kind of like you know, buy the shit that I need to buy like but I'm I, but I've been doing the bulk stuff, so it's like it's like yeah, I spent like 145 bucks today just for the animal stuff, but I don't have to buy them anything until like mid-May. <laughs> so it's like in the end it works out.
1: Yeah, it's good for stuff that's not going to go bad. You yeah. just stock up on it and forget about it.
0: Yeah. What what have you been doing? Like it's like I know we we haven't talked much this week. Um, like
1: what? Have um, you- just living life, man. <laughs> my my wife's been keeping me busy. I, I've been going to some events with the kids, and then um, my wife had a baptism to go to yesterday. So like we went to um the track a track and field thing for my kid, and we were there from. Uh, eight to eight in the morning to like three in the afternoon so a fucking day like yeah (laughs) but the only reason it took it was two extra hours because of course my wife loses the keys to the school van and we have to fucking go hunt and peck that shit i'm like god damn it so we figure that out and then i get home and i i was i remember talking to my daughter and i just passed out Mm -hmm. and um She was like, she woke me up. She goes, "Are you gonna go to the baptism?" And I go, "No, I don't want to go to the baptism." And she goes, "Um, she goes, why? I thought you would want to go." I said, "Because I know who it's for, and they're great friends of the family. But they love to party, so they'll they'll have a huge party afterwards." And she's like, "No, we won't be there till then." I'm good. My wife got home at three thirty in the morning. Yeah. Okay, and I'm like this. I'm not trying to sound bad. This is Mexican family, okay? Baptism, they turn it up. Yeah. Right? That's just serious. And good for them. You know, and it, my wife came home with a bunch of food. She came home with uh, this amazing centerpiece. And I guess they had them on every table, but it was a glass orb full of water or some kind of liquid with a rose, a white rose suspended in it. I was like, wow, this is real nice. And then all my kids got, um, you know, rosaries, customary stuff, and it was very nice. I was happy they went. And, and she's like, "Well, you know, the kids got to experience a baptism." I'm like, "I've been to quite a few baptisms in my life, okay? So don't worry, I didn't miss anything." <laughs> but um, I also asked her, "Like, is it a baptism or a christening?" And she's like, "It's a baptism." And I go, "It, it sounds like a christening." <laughs> And she's like, I don't know the difference. I'm like, All right, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then that was yesterday. And then today, I didn't do much today, to be honest. Um, I took the kids to the pool. It was too cold. I left. Just left <laughs> the punk asses there. <laughs> the older ones, anyway. Um, I was setting up a, like a new note-taking system that's boring, and I'm not going to fucking get into it
0: um i thought i was gonna get a chance to sleep in this one
1: no i'm not gonna bring things up in a podcast that you're not gonna engage with me with it doesn't make any sense it's just be talking never and stopped you before no i'm starting to change my ways because it's just a waste of time um it's a nerd it's nerdy shit you know and you know even though it's in the title of the podcast it's just it's just well, te- it's te- a, te- technically it's not it's just, the it's just a ploy. Geeks. it's the lazy okay. geeks yeah you know? Geeks my ass, okay. Bunch of pretentious. It should be the lazy pretentious motherfuckers. That's what it should be. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I just don't want to get into it because it is super detailed. It, but um, just trying to get my shit. In order. But you
0: can, uh, but you can uh, subscribe to his podcast about that. That's um, right. The it's each episode is like three hours and there's like twenty parts. So my um,
1: twenty part miniseries. It's going to be coming out. Um, <laughs> on laser disc <laughs> <laughs> i just heard my by the way i just heard my youngest daughter knock on the door and then someone go someone tell her um dad dad's recording and she went Ugh. the <laughs> one day so... out of the week the one day out of the week <laughs> she's so fucking sassy bro. like <laughs> she's she makes me laugh so much i was talking to her and <laughs> About something Tell her to do something She's like But do typical So like But why do I have to do that But do I really have to do that Can I do it later And then I finally went Hey uh, Real quick This conversation's now over <laughs> Do what I've told you to do And she goes We should have just said that In the beginning <laughs> And then walks away I'm like I slapped the shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're annoyed But it's also cute So you're just like Whatever Oh <laughs> yeah No pretty boring week to be honest
0: <laughs> yeah so uh yeah that that's the whole reason why i didn't we didn't do a show last week is because one no, the day we normally record was the day i was going to have to do inventory and then i just kind of felt that it was just going to be a little weird during the week yeah so uh i just opted to just skip last week but we still managed to have a star trek episode so that was cool that's right um because that never takes a day off that's right um, priorities exactly um, so, uh, so yeah, so now we're back, um, and during that time, got to see the Batman because in yeah. the last, because in the last episode, Adam got to see it. And, um, I actually saw it like a couple of days after we recorded that show. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. It's been enough time that I think we can talk full spoilers. Um, so basically the top, the whole discussion is going to be Zoe Kravitz um <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> i mean it, it you know the funny thing is is normally it would have been weird when i whipped my dick out and started masturbating when she came on screen but everybody did and, and the chicks too like yeah. that's just that's just how it no, went
1: she's definitely attractive um <laughs> but she's fucking played a pretty dope selena kyle too yeah like a, like it was it was still selena kyle but also a modern take on it i thought yeah. it was i thought it was pretty good
0: and um uh, but I think we need to get the elephant out of the elephant in the room, and talk about Edward Cullen. I mean, uh, Bruce Wayne. Um, <laughs> Leave
1: that man alone. <laughs> Never gonna live that down.
0: It's funny too because they're like, "Oh yeah, it took him 12 years to be finally become a bat." <laughs> 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 um, oh, shit. A lot of people, a lot of people, and I know a lot of people are actually joking, but you know, there's that serious few that you know are bitching about. Uh, Pattinson being Batman
1: like an emo Batman or something yeah
0: and um, you know I actually thought he did pretty I thought he did really well yeah um you know uh <laughs> like this that video on um, TikTok where it's like you're going to become Batman and this chick runs in and just puts like the black makeup around her eyes and then runs out <laughs> of the bathroom
1: <laughs> well what irritates me is people were complaining oh it's it's emo Batman or this and that the whole point is that he, we actually get to see Batman grow as a character, Yeah, which we don't usually see. He's either established or he just thinks he knows everything right off the bat. So he doesn't really <laughs> pun intended. <either. laughs> um, but he's and they even say it. He's vengeance. That's yeah. all he cares about is vengeance. And then at the end, he he even says himself in that narration that's so dope. He says he needs to be something more. You know, one of the the city,
0: one of the things that that I've kind of taken away from people who have seen Batman and there are people that like it and they like it for many of the same reasons why you and I liked it. The ones that didn't like it are the ones that don't know Batman that have only known him from the movies. Yeah. Um, And the fact that we got to see him as a fucking detective. And I thought that was the greatest fucking thing ever. It was like, going, oh, finally we're not doing the Bruiser Batman. You know, we're doing the the Investigator, the 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 intellectual, and then that opening and closing narration. That's the comic book like that. Is, Matt mm-hmm. Reeves re- actually read the comic book and was like, yeah, this is what we need to do for Batman.
1: You know? I saw I saw quite a few people too, and this isn't taking anything away from Marvel. Marvels makes some amazing movies and very true to the comic characters and stuff like that. But Batman's not – you can't do Batman like Infinity War or something like that or like Spider-Man. The people were comparing, it's like, well, Spider-Man was a lot more fun to watch. And it's like – I mean that could be true. I mean that's fine. But they're too – what do you want? Batman to be doing fucking little – because Marvel has a tendency in their movies to do – they rely very heavily on something that's very successful um, to do little quibs all the time. It's you're constantly hearing jokes, so it's, it's just little digs at each other, um, which is fine. I mean, that's funny, <laughs> you know. I don't think Batman was going to do that. That would have been weird. Yeah. But there was a, there was a few people that were like, "I just wish it was funnier." And, it, and Gotham was too dark. And I'm like, uh,
0: "These are people are that obviously. You new? They, these, like. <laughs> these are people that have never read Batman. Right. These are the people that that never read a comic book that had Batman. And if you look, I mean." Shit, some of the best uh, Batman comics are in black and white. You know, it's like, the thing is, is that the only one that actually has that level of darkness in the Marvel universe, the closest one can come to it is the Punisher. Yeah. Because he very seldom, he very seldom has quips. You know, he's
1: just. He's, he can be funny sometimes. And they did it like that in the Batman movie where there are parts that are funny, but it's because the situation is funny. Right. It's not because Batman's telling a joke. <laughs> you know, he's not.
0: I mean, he, I mean, are you gonna be fearful when he steps through the door out of out of the darkness and goes, two Jews walk into a bar? You know, it's yeah, like right. it's, well it's,
1: it's so funny because I saw someone going, you know, Batman needs to lighten the fuck up. Some <laughs> stupid kid talking shit. And someone even said, Is literally a running joke that Batman doesn't tell a joke. Yeah. That he's serious. All the fucking well, they used to do that in the cartoon. They
0: also do in the comic book. are you know, yeah. it's always it's,
1: the the Bat family is always like, uh, yeah. Did he smile? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's and, he's a serious dude.
0: But when and and the thing is, is like, even if you d- watch like the CW stuff, like Arrow was Batman in that thing, and and he did the yeah. same exact thing. You know, there was parts where Barry was like, oh, "Well, you know, it's hard to tell when Oliver's Oliver's making a joke." You know, it's it's that kind of thing, and that's that's Batman. You know, like there was only being the animated series a couple of times where they had that half smile, you know, that little half smirk. Um, but for the most part, yeah, Batman never makes a joke. And um, so, you know, I, I thought they did amazingly well, especially for how long it took. Usually in those movies, it's like Batman shows up within a second, you know, of, of the movie starting. Yeah, I like the fact that kind they kind of set the scene. We didn't get the pearls, you know, we didn't get... You, know, you heard about it, but you and, heard about, but we didn't get to see it for like the umpteenth time. You know, we didn't get to see them walking out of a movie theater and all that shit. We heard about it, but you know, it. and that was the one thing that I also give Spider-Man for. We never saw Uncle Ben die, yeah. you know? So it was like, okay, cool. We don't have to go through that again. At this point, everybody knows, Everybody, most of the um, production team is like, everybody knows. We all know this. We all know what happens. So we don't need to show. We can just reference it. we don't have to show
1: it um i don't know i the the movie was an f for me because i needed to see his mother get shot
0: (laughs) 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 i needed to see the parents get shot point blank you know that's right um and uh and i like just the way they set up gotham and i i love the fact that gotham is this like melting pot of like Trafalgar Square and like the UK and New York and Chicago it was like all these different landmarks
1: I mean Gotham in this movie is a character just as much as Batman and the Riddler and all that right I think they really nailed the cinematography on that because it was The vibe I got was that all of these characters the good guys and the bad guys are all just products of this diseased fucking place You know and that they they're just they were inevitable yeah. That they were going to happen, and it's it's kind of I don't know, it's like really cerebral. Like the movie was was deeper than it really needed to be. Yeah, in and subtle ways.
0: What I what I also like too is that you know you had this the the introduction of Batman was just the walking, just the stomping, yeah. and then like everybody stops and looks, and it's just like you know you're kind of like oh that's kind of cool. It's just building that suspense, and then you know, and then just having the the fight scene. Um, with them, um, but I thought Pattinson did a great job, particularly being Bruce Wayne, because, you know, people also need to realize he's still basically a kid. You know, mm-hmm. this is you know he's what is he like twenty
1: young twenties, something. yeah,
0: something around there. So, you know, he's not the Batman that he's not the Ben the Ben Affleck one, you know, or the Michael Keaton one. Um, so. He's also
1: damaged, you know, trauma or whatever. Um, And he even did a very kid-like thing in it that kind of made me chuckle where he told Alfred, you're not my dad. Yeah. (laughs) like, okay. (laughs) I would have slapped the shit out of him right there. What the fuck? (laughs) You lucky you, Batman. I beat your ass.
0: (laughs) Um, And speaking of which, uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred, I thought was a great choice. I I did expect him to be precious, you know. (laughs) He's like, when he talks about the cufflink, you know, you just see him go, ah, <laughs> you, know, you start going, like, <laughs> and then you see like Bruce Wayne slap him, go knock it off?
1: <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, even from side characters you barely saw, there was no slacking with the acting in this movie. Everybody brought the fucking A game.
0: Fucking Colin Farrell, dude. Which I, you can't even tell it's him. No, he was kind of almost, it was like, to me, it seemed like it was Colin Farrell playing the penguin as De Niro in some aspects. There were certain mannerisms that he did where he kind of like, I was like, is he like doing a De Niro in this? Like, you know. Yeah. My favorite scene was the whole L and La part where he's like, he's like, L, that's male. Like La is female. Am I the only one here that knows Spanish? Like, It was funny. (laughs) Said the Welshman, you know.
1: (laughs) Right. I was dying on that. It was an interesting choice. Um, He sounded... Italian American. Um, which that was the only thing. I think the only thing about any of the characters that kind of went, oh, that's an interesting choice because he's not Italian American. Um, but I don't think most people would notice that. I think people who live in the New England area might notice kind of like, why does he sound like he's from fucking North End? <laughs> you know, but I think the best vo- voice for Penguin, hands down, was from the games. From the mm. Rock City game, that yeah. British dude, that was fucking. That was, ha- was great. But I the character was amazing. He played him really well. Um, and let's be honest, even though it is a bit racist, it fits the fucking mobster trope anyway for <laughs> right. him to sound Italian. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, John taturo as uh, Falcone. So that was great. I love him, dude. I love – any time I see – and I didn't know he was in the movie. I don't know how I missed it. What's, when he showed up, I was like, yes, motherfucker. What's,
0: what's funny, like John taturo and – And um, Stanley Tucci, those two guys, you can tell the quality of the movie by how they react, how they act in it. Um, Like Stanley Tucci was in the Transformers movie and he was so over the top, but you saw him matching
1: the energy of the set. And then
0: you see him on Captain America and he's very subtle and he's very... You know, very caring is very much a father figure to 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 uh, Steve Rogers, and the same thing with John Turturro. John Turturro is the same way. Like, actually, I think John Turturro was also in the uh Transformer He's movies. In Transformers. Yeah, and you know, he over the top, but then you see him in like different and other projects, and like this one, he was very he was very cool and calm, which made him very scary.
1: You know, it was crazy because he's he's been in some really fucking out there movies like he was in that one i forget the i name. am the jesus yeah <laughs> he was in that he was in um that adam sandler movie where he was like the jewish fucking shaft or something i don't even it was ridiculous but he was funny he was like, a, but he, he was also
0: in adam Sandler's anger management where he was saying i'm yeah. gonna cut your heart oh sorry that's
1: my letter to uh right. Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> You know what's funny, and and he's been in so many comedic roles, and that's what I know him from. When I saw him, I was excited, but then I was kind of like, "Oh, this is interesting, interesting role from very very serious movie." He was menacing as fuck. Yeah. Like you, you, he was the most dangerous person in the room. There's this.
0: <laughs> there was a series on HBO. I think it's called The Night of, and it was a um, a series about a, a Arab American who gets, uh, uh, I think, framed for murder, and John Turturro plays his lawyer. It's fucking really good like if you want to see him in a in a serious role he's fucking good in that one
1: yeah he's he's amazing yeah i I love anything he's in even if it's silly i don't give a fuck i'm (laughs) I'm happy that he's in it um i liked
0: paul dano is somebody i follow i followed for a while Mm -hmm. um and um so when i heard he was playing the riddler i was like oh that's an interesting choice i like to see how he does it and i don't think i i believe he didn't disappoint
1: no i i think um hands down my favorite depiction of of that character i've i've that was the biggest standout for me because when i saw who it was i'm gonna be completely honest i don't know paul dano much Mm -hmm. except for his really early stuff and he was in some silly shit you know um National Lampoon kind of shit, you right. know, and that's where I remember I forget the thing. I remember him from I, I, I remember it, from cowboys and aliens.
0: I think he was in um, let there be blood with Daniel Day Lewis.
1: Yeah, like yeah. I There was some other just some silly shit that I remembered him from the yeah. girl next door He was clits in the girl next door. <laughs> that's what I remember him from so when now of course a quick peruse of his I am I am obviously um, the man is is a very accomplished actor but I was not aware of that. So when I found out <laughs> it was him, I was like, "He's gonna be Klitz is gonna be the fucking written. like I <laughs> I was I was out of it, but it's fucking amazing. First of all, having the choice, and I know we're trying to modernize, you know, the story of course, but having not only the riddler have a social media presence but look like he's so into the social media presence was spot on yeah because that's his achilles heel is the attention. attention yeah he needs attention Um, mostly from batman and then having it at the end where he thought they were working together that whole time oh right yeah was spot on too and i'm like oh my god when when i saw that moment at the end where he was like no we're together I fucking I literally went oh like like I had like the same reaction if you taste really good food. Mm. Like I was just like oh fuck yeah. Like <laughs> that's that was it. Oh, that was oh, fun. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it was just so I've been when I was a kid of course, you know, the Riddler was on the cartoon, but he was so silly. Yeah. You know, and and the Riddle Riddler's, me this. <laughs> the Riddler is terrifying in the comic book. Like he really – and even going back to the old TV show, he's just a silly character. But when done right, he's terrifying. He's just as terrifying as the Joker. Yeah. And I've always felt like, yeah, the Joker's great. We all love the Joker. Batman's got some of the great – I say Batman and Spider-Man have the greatest rogue galleries. Yeah. And they both suffer from the same problem where we keep seeing the same motherfuckers. <laughs> All the time. Spider-Man not so much anymore. They're bringing bringing the Vulture in. You know, bringing some characters that we haven't seen much on TV. Is that Mysterio? Mysterio. I mean, they've been doing some good shit with Spider-Man. I can't wait to see what they have coming out. But now we're on Batman. Same thing. We're seeing. And of course, listen. (laughs) We all know the Joker's going to be around. We all know he's going to be. You can't have Batman without the Joker. That's the point. Right. You know, but I love how. Um, the way they're doing it is that he's already in jail yeah. like Batman already put him there and there's a deleted scene that I haven't seen I don't know if it's leaked yet where he goes to talk to the Joker about the Riddler hmm. and I want to see that fucking scene <laughs> 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 but um, I'm really interested in that too because it, it looks like they're going kind of a different way with him um, than we've seen, you know, previously. And I'm I'm happy about that too. I wouldn't want to see a copy of, you know, Heath Ledger. Of course. You know, Heath Ledger is amazing and you're never gonna beat that. So all you can do is do something different that's of the same quality.
0: And and I really hope that they don't fall into that same trouble of like, okay, now we did now, let's bring back the Joker. It's like I really hope we can kind of push the joker off there's so many other villains that we can see yeah. in batman i mean kite even man, if, if kite, put man him kite man man
1: shut the fuck up <laughs> calendar man and um, they team up could, dude <laughs> we could see i wouldn't mind seeing the joker in the second one as a secondary as uh, maybe helping somebody or maybe he's in jail and they're doing a fucking science of the lambs kind of bit mm. where you know what i really want to see is Court of Owls, bro? Oh, bro! That would be Chef's fucking kiss. However, he's kind of young, so I don't know. I don't know if the Court of Owls would fit because mm-hmm. the Court of Owls had a a finality to it, where Batman had been around for so long and he never noticed them. So I don't know, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. But I'm I'm curious to see who the next bad guy's gonna be i have a, it there's still any time a batman movie is coming about, coming out it doesn't matter who made it what year it is what decade if the joker wasn't in the last one there's a strong chance the joker's gonna be in the next one yeah. <laughs> so we'll see i don't Well think...
0: they, they at the end of uh at the end of batman begins they already teased it up remember oh, yeah. when he gave him the card and the joker the card, card yeah
1: and that's what everybody wants to see And it's fine. You just can't have you can't have the Joker in the first one. No. Because one, they did that already and it was perfect. So you can't fuck with it because Keaton. That movie was amazing. (laughs) But also Joker's not a good I've just become Batman villain. You know what I mean? Like he, he needs to have a couple of miles on him first before he's dealing with that level of a villain yeah you know um riddler too though so who knows because fucking oh god this fucking movie was so good i want to see it again yeah
0: well, the, the funny thing is is that when you get into when you know i was watching this movie now and to be honest that was a clip of a three-hour movie like it didn't feel like a yeah. three-hour movie um and i
1: cannot believe he was in every scene Steve. <laughs> How could you have they must have paid him extra (laughs) Patterson was in every fucking scene for brief moments. If he wasn't on the screen, he was narrating the fucking thing. (laughs) I was like it was like you it was like bring your kid to work day. and We were the kids. (laughs) It was so great. Um, One of the the, one
0: of the things that uh, that really kind of struck me about this movie was. The fact that, you know. Gotham play like the in the end the Riddler wasn't the main villain which was which was really really cool I really liked that aspect I also didn't
1: see it coming which was great
0: yeah and it was kind of like oh and then the, the the you know when they got Falcone and then he was like bring him into the light you know it's like going you know it was like giving him instructions on what to do but one of the things that I really that I really liked um is that we didn't see there was a lot of time dude, the way he fucked up those bouncers was fucking hilarious yeah. in the fr- in the beginning um, but uh, the we didn't we got a lot of physical fight scenes but we didn't get major act action set pieces which is one of the things I kind of liked the biggest one in the in that I remember bef- what be be um, was uh, obviously the the car chase which, that fucking Batmobile?
1: Dude, <laughs> that
0: Batmobile was fucking sick. I had
1: to excuse myself after that dude, scene.
0: And <laughs> I, I saw it at in um the AMC's like AMC cinema, whatever, you know, there's like their 4K, you know, oh, thing. Really shit? And um, and bruh, like my seat was vibrating from the oh just the God just the revving of the engine and i loved how everybody just stared when you just see the lights and the car kicks on it everybody's
1: like what the did fuck the, did the thing stall the first time he started it i don't know it kind of sounded like it stalled like it was supposed to be funny and half the people in the theater i was in kind of laughed and then it started up again but i don't know if that was what they were intending to do
0: I like uh what was the TikTok where it says um uh, Where this guy goes and he drinks water and then he throws the uh, the plastic bottle into the street and then all of a sudden it cuts to the Batmobile lighting up like from (laughs) from the movie and then the dude runs, (laughs) bro. But
1: that fucking oh god, that Batmobile was so cool. And then
0: of course people were giving shit because it's like he caused all this damage and probably killed killed some people, but you know they always fucking do that with Batman. It's like I'm like shut the fuck up, all right, you know. but the it's th- a comic book movie. Exactly, but the, <laughs> like stop. But the um, and then you know, so we had that set piece. The other set piece that I well, it wasn't really a set piece, but w- is when Batman went to go get Falcone, and he goes oh, into that the hallway. Arena? No, 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 no. The 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 before that, where he goes to get Falcone. Oh, I know. In yeah, the yeah. club, and then it's dark, and all you see are just the only light is from the flashes of the guns. So he looks like he's moving in like stop motion. Yeah, um, that reminded me of fucking Equilibrium.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: remember that? That if you, that ha- was,
1: it was a dope ass scene. It too.
0: was a dope. Yeah, in both both movies. Or if you if you, this is a movie. It's kind of been a cult movie. If you guys haven't seen Equilibrium, it was a people called it a Matrix Matrix knockoff.
1: Um, ah, equilibrium was the shit.
0: It was the shit. If you samurais, you know, with, they
1: had that Jewish. Um i'm sorry israeli uh martial art with guns
0: yeah was, and um and, and i mean when you have guys yeah, batman call, was in it <laughs> yeah yeah batman was in it when you have guys called clerics that's already a that's already Dude, a good that, time
1: right there i remember somebody said somebody was like have you seen that equilibrium and it was like 2012 i was like <laughs> i was like equilibrium and I i looked at the trailer and i said Matrix wannabe motherfucker get out of here and he goes you sleeping on this fucking movie I watched it I watched it twice that day that movie was great
0: and so that that whole fight scene in that hallway in that black when you just see the Batman light up it just was like oh, I just immediately thought equilibrium but the big, the only other big set piece was the stadium when all of a sudden you know yeah the, but that
1: was cool because it was the finale you know what yeah, I mean
0: because I thought I go oh they're going to end it like that and it was going to be kind of soft I was like that's an interesting choice then when it moved then you find out that Riddler's plan still <laughs> you know, with the, with the seawall, I was like, oh shit. Okay. So it's still moving. And then, you know, all of a sudden when I heard myself, when, when all of a sudden, you know, all the Riddler, um, all the Riddler wannabes start shooting up the place and then Batman comes through the glass. I, I heard myself go, yeah, like, like yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, and after I said, it, I was like, oh shit, that was audible. Like I heard myself say it.
1: <laughs> it's funny because you watch the movie, Batman really didn't win. Mm. i mean he kept and this happens in the comics a lot too he kept things together yeah and he's in and, and through his narration he's telling you he's like the city's fucked <laughs> you know like i i all i can do is try <laughs> and as as i said we saw a character development with him where in the beginning he's like i'm just gonna beat the shit out of everybody who deserves it right but then towards the end he realizes. That he a, needs to be something else. He that needs to be that, doesn't a solve,
0: that doesn't solve anything.
1: Yeah. Right. And um, so I think we're going to see a much more mature Batman in the next movie. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a year later or something like that.
0: I like when uh, Gordon goes, okay. When he's like supposed to be scolding Batman, he's like, okay, just punch me and then go out the door that way. It's like, why didn't you pull your punch? I did.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's <psychology. laughs> like, <laughs> no, fucking um, that same scene with the, when the lights were blinking in the hallway. So that they're, they're creeping up on the elevator. I know Batman's oh. <laughs> in that fucking elevator, right? And I know he's hiding on the ceiling or something. As soon as I see it, I still jumped, <laughs> scared the shit out of me.
0: It was the same exact. It was the same exact shot like they did with Ben Affleck in the uh, yeah, BV, BBS. which is really well done too. Yeah, where you're just like you're like, oh shit,
1: <laughs> Batman, and and they and they really, they really did a good job of showing that batman doesn't fight like most heroes he has a little bit more strategy he uses that fear to shake a motherfucker before he gets into the fight and they show it in the beginning where he's not even there yeah and they see you they they showed a couple different you know people doing petty crimes and knocking over a liquor store whatever and then they look up and they see the bat symbol and then they look down Like a dark alley. That one dude got that terrified. That
0: one dude got hit by a car
1: when he was looking up. (laughs) It was so funny because that's what Batman is. They're all terrified. It's that he could be around the corner.
0: Well, it's like he said in the narration. He goes, he uses fear because fear is a tool. Exactly. And it was just yeah, like that was actually really cool when you looked up and you see that because like. The closest we ever got to that was in the first Batman, the Keaton Batman, where, but that was like, well, you, afraid? like, they didn't think it was real. But here, he's already kind of established himself that people kind of get like, oh shit.
1: Like, and it's funny too, because the whole them looking down a dark path or a dark doorway, it was that uncanny valley thing yeah. where I was kind of creeped out. I'm like, oh shit, is he in there? <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking A. Hey. Um, but yeah, I mean, the what's the actor's name that played gordon
0: that was fucking oh dude, yeah i know who you're talking about dude he's Spot on. i love
1: that dude like perfect
0: he is he's always so fucking good um and uh it's it the yeah i mean the the whole thing and i loved and i said this to, to adam when i saw it i go he didn't reveal his identity to anyone which is no. such a fucking trope we see in Every fucking movie the mask comes off. I have to tell
1: everybody. Yeah. You know who you know who did it a little too much? They had those was fucking Spider Man, they had to reset the whole damn joint. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was telling everybody. I'm like, bro, calm down.
0: <laughs> it's like Andrew Garfield was like, I don't carry a wallet, you know, defeats the whole secret and what well, you need a wallet for you. Always take your mask off. Like everybody always oh, finds yeah, out. Like, Jesus. <laughs> um but uh and the only one who got away with that was Captain America and um and Iron Man. Cause Iron Man, go, you know, because Tony Stark goes, I am Iron Man. So it's yeah, like and you bo- knew
1: who cat. Because Captain America really didn't have a secret identity. Yeah, he was Captain America all the time. <laughs>
0: Before he goes to sleep, he salutes. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I really like that this Batman didn't reveal his identity to anybody.
1: Like he didn't even do it to Selina. I like f- that tense moment at the end where he thought Riddler figured it out. Oh yeah, and I I'm know. like. Oh. It was funny because Batman, it kind of looked like he's like, I'm going to have to snuff this fool. <laughs> That's kind of what it looked like. I was like, oh, shit, it's about to get real. Yeah, because he's like,
0: Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, oh, fuck.
1: Oh, fuck. And then he's like, he's the only one that got away.
0: And then you're just like. You
1: could almost hear Batman go, oh, shit, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he could just seem like oh fuck oh fuck oh
1: fuck, and he oh, saw fuck. he was looking at the camera and shit. i was like F-. and the joker was right next to him I was like, oh, yeah. oh, this ain't good bro.
0: i know when i saw and you could see in his eyes like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck and he's like you could see yeah i know you totally see him strategizing okay if i kill this fool how can i take the camera out at the same time <laughs> how can i get
1: him to shut the fuck up like that kind of <laughs> shit that was fucking
0: crazy dude oh man and then you're just like oh he didn't oh okay so it was like oh all right he didn't get him but it was yeah like like that stuff and Dude, I like the way his mask was. Like it wasn't that hard resin. It was like leather. Like, like it looked. It looked very um, like nineteen twenties football helmet kind of thing. You yeah, know?
1: it looked like a motorcycle jacket on his head. Yeah, it it looked. His suit looked extremely realistic, and that's another that's another thing I want to mention. That's the vibe of this movie. Is is yes, obviously it's a dude dressed up like a bat and he's got a <laughs> bunch of gadgets. But it everything they went for as realistic as you could possibly get, being Batman. I kind of like know? that they didn't rely on the gadgets. I like that they didn't rely on them, but they still had them. Yeah, because he, come on, bro, he was grappling, hooking, motherfucks, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um,
0: but you know, some you know,
1: and the but, cool- yeah, they in the other movies sometimes it's like. It's a his utility belt's a fucking Mary Sue, right? Yeah, you know? <laughs> which is another joke they use in the comics all the time. Yeah. Like I'm sure he has something in that fucking belt. That... <laughs> <laughs> but it's just normal stuff he had. Yeah. yeah, I think he just used a grappling hook, and then he used um a batarang. Yeah, and he had that fucking batarang in his chest. Oh, oh, shit. I know, dope, dude. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to see what the box office.
0: Uh, he's cruising towards I think it's
1: 300 million, 300 million. domestically. Yeah. I mean, I'm, the movie deserves it. it. It there are some haters. There's always going to be some haters and that's fine. I mean, people don't need to like everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's fine. Now some people say some it, stupid shit. Yeah. When you're kind of like, "Okay, cuz like I could I saw one person he says, "You know what? It's a great film. It's well done. It's a, it just wasn't for me." Because I wasn't really feeling the tone, you know. I, I prefer the Marvel stuff, and that's fine. Yeah. That was perfect. But then there's other people like this movie's garbage. Like get, get the fuck out. Stop it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, you go make one then. Right. Like, Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah. I'm. I definitely. I definitely enjoyed it. All the supporting cast was great. Um, like I said, it 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 moved at a steady clip. Like it didn't feel like three hours at the um, by the end. Um. But yeah. And ah. and, and if you're fan of a com- if you're a fan of the comic book. And have been a fan of the comic book, you have that extra joy in it because it's like, going, oh my god, this is the comic book. This is the kind of the the Batman we've been
1: waiting for. And so um, is it just me? I've I've seen very little, but I've seen some stuff about Zoe Kravitz, you know, color changing Selena Kyle, and then promptly ignored it. I don't fucking care. But I don't see anything about Gordon. I don't want to. But I've just noticed more people are talking about um a black person playing Selena Kyle than Gordon. And then someone said, Well, um, Selena Kyle's a bigger character, and I'm like, No, she's no, not No, she's not. Gordon is the, the the movie's almost a buddy cop film. Okay? Yeah. Like, I'm not bothered by I don't give a fuck. Both of them did an amazing job. And I think they did they were very true to the characters. Wait, well, no one gives a shit what color these two didn't, are. Didn't
0: they do Gordon as African American at one point. I kind of swore I remember seeing him somewhere where he was like African American. It's the same thing that they did with Nick Fury. Like Nick Fury bounced around between white and black. See,
1: my thing is and this but is I the don't perfect care. this is the perfect example of if you if if the if the ethnicity of a character changes it doesn't matter if their ethnicity was never a part of the character to begin with. It just yeah. doesn't matter, you know. Like I would say, if they changed Batman, it would be a little weird because Batman's supposed to be a rich playboy. He's supposed to have that old money. You know what I mean? So mm. it would, lo- it just would look weird. It would make, it would make less sense. <laughs> would I care? No, I don't <laughs> fucking care. I just, but I'm saying other people would care more. But I don't know. I'm glad I'm glad that every movie that comes out, especially in the comic book space, the more and more they do the, you know, just hire an actor for their talent and don't really give a fuck about what color they are. The less and less heat I hear about it, because I remember when they did that shit with um, Nick Fury and it was fucking bro. That shit was on CNN. (laughs) like motherfuckers was tripping dude i was like why who fucking cares but then marvel was like here we fixed it they changed him in the comic there you go bitch
0: well the thing was is that he was already black in the ultimate oh yeah he was yeah yeah and people were like bitch and i was like i've already seen that and i remember reading they go like so why did you make him look like samuel jackson because when he first appeared he looked like samuel jackson they go well we figured if we ever had nick fury in a movie we want samuel jackson to play him
1: and he was perfect for the role yeah Like – and I remember Nick Fury from like the 80s comics. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson fits. It's the attitude. It's the swagger. He was this fucking – he was – Nick Fury was a military dude. He was in charge. It was almost like Batman with Justice League. Where he has no powers. He's surrounded by godlike <laughs> beings. But he's the one in control. Yeah, And he don't let nobody take that from him either. And and that is Samuel L. Jackson. He's <laughs> perfect for that role. I don't give a fuck if dude was a, a white dude. With a, a fucking crew cut. And a mustache. And what who was, cares? What was
0: it? The bad 80's movie that had David Hasselhoff playing Nick Fury?
1: <laughs> Listen. All I'm saying <laughs> is. I'm just happy that. It's it's such a it's such a minority of idiots now when it comes to that shit that you barely even hear it. Yeah. Because they did an, an excellent job. Um and they, I mean, I shouldn't even have to justify it. I'm just saying. <laughs> so tired of hearing people talk shit. Yeah, I know. Make it's, Batman Chinese. I don't give a fuck. Do it do it, do it just to piss people off. <laughs> Make <laughs> Batman a Chinese woman, and she sound like she just she works at a laundromat. <laughs> like go full on, bro. The Chinese immigrant
0: make Batman uh, with Dave Chappelle.
1: <laughs> Do it. I would watch that shit. I would watch that and enjoy it. I'd buy a poster, put the shit on my wall. Dave Chappelle.
0: Oh man. So, um, I've been kind of I. It's funny because for the longest time I haven't really watched much in the way of, like, TV shows. Like, I was like, I don't want to take on another one. So I haven't really been watching, like, regular, t- except for, like, you know, anything like Marvel or or Star Wars or something like that. But lately they've been releasing all these shows of, like, these tech people that, you know, kind of had disaster that were just basically disasters. They were, they're they the podcast to movie uh, uh, shows. So, like, the one for the um, chick from Theranos, she um the dropout they've they finally released her show on um on uh um hulu and i gotta admit i've always kind of had a crush on the chick that plays the um the um uh, the chick from theranos um amanda sidfried she was on like uh mean girls oh, yeah yeah, the blonde one yeah yeah we, all, was...
1: we all have a crush on amanda Sid- and uh
0: she plays she plays her plays her really well um then there's the one on apple tv that just came out called we crashed which is the whole uh we work debacle and jared leto plays uh, uh plays the main guy and anne hathaway plays his wife and jared leto it's like you can kind of you're like going is, why does jared leto look a little weird like you keep looking at him he looks a little funny um but you realize he's wearing a prosthetic nose cuz the guy yeah. the guy himself is israeli so he has a prosthetic nose and i was like and there's a brief moment in the first episode that you look him straight on in the face and you're like oh I can see the nose but for the most part they used certain angles and stuff like that that you can't tell um but what's funny is is that I was telling Adam about this last night Jared Leto was one of those that I either can't stand or think he's brilliant in
1: yeah
0: um I mean I was one of those guys that was cheering when he got his face pummeled by um Edward Norton in um in Fight Club um and
1: I, I, I always, he always plays a fucking just douchebag. like mean, not even an asshole, just a douchebag.
0: And, you know, and some of the roles he did was were, were amazing. And in this one, he captures the essence of the WeWork guy. Like when he does this, because the thing was, is that they've always said that the thing with the WeWork guy is that he's really like he was really charismatic and he sells you on the ideals. Yeah. And Jared Leto does that really well. And I'm just like oh okay, I see why why he's doing this. I go, I can I can buy it. I buy the I whole think, thing.
1: I think Jared Leto has a lot of talent for acting, but for some reason he just comes off as someone you can't like sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes that works. You yeah, know, and- I actually I didn't think he was that bad at being after I watched a lot of the deleted scenes, I thought he was good as a Joker. Yeah. For that version yeah. that they were trying to make him. Um but Obviously, they only showed like two scenes, so he didn't really make any fucking sense. But <laughs> um, he works better as a villain, as like a bad guy.
0: It's the same thing with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is one of those guys that in characters, you either like him or you don't. See, I don't have any problem with Jake
1: Gy- Gyllenhaal.
0: And the thing was, is like I've seen a lot of his like his character driven movies and he can play an asshole like there's no one's business. But the funny thing that I um that I noticed is I never thought he had such like a decent personality but then i see him playing mysterio and then i see all the stuff with him and tim holland and he was just having a ball and i was just like going oh, okay so he you know he, he makes these jokes and then with him and ryan reynolds they did a movie and they were just like joking around like you wouldn't believe it. i was like oh okay so he's not into himself like i kind of pictured leto being
1: um chilling hole in that i watched this movie it was like set in the 70s and he was a private eye. I think it was Jake Hall. It was really fucking good though. I have mm-hmm. to I'll have to check. I don't remember what the name of the fucking movie was. Go and, ahead, I'm sorry. And um
0: and then there's Super Pumped: The Story of Uber, which has uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing the head of Uber and um and uh Kyle Chandler playing um his major investor. It's really it's it's done over the top, so over the top that fucking quentin tarantino does the narration <laughs>
1: and uh and you know it's over the top. yeah you
0: know and uh and they're really kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of like the drivers you know like they're getting into like one couple of like i think like what was it some like 12 drivers in brazil were murdered and they were uber drivers um and he was more worried about paying tips to the drivers as opposed to you know something that happens in Brazil. And um they have Uma Thurman's playing um Ariana Huffington. Uh they have um I think they have Hank Azaria is supposed to come in playing um fucking Tim Cook um in another one. It's it's some really good actors in there. I it gets released on Sunday along with uh Winning Time, which is an HBO show which is about the formation of the modern Lakers. And you have fucking john c Riley playing jerry buss he they pick up right where he's buying the he's buying the lakers and then and he's fucking great it's the director of the pilot and executive producers adam mckay so if you've seen like um the other guys and you know a lot of those comedies you know uh step brothers and all and and anchorman and all of them that's who's doing this the big short and um his last movie he did which was a favorite of mine was vice where he played a uh, where he did dick cheney and christian bale played a uh, dick cheney yeah uh great fucking movie
1: i haven't seen that yet it's a no, good movie I've yeah and
0: um so there's a lot of like narration and there's a lot of talking to the camera and stuff like that there's uh sally fields fucking plays jerry buss's mother oh, and um, he turns to the camera and he goes yeah she looks at the books because um she goes she makes them work and then she looks at the camera she goes yeah i know where the bodies are buried you know <laughs> and it's like yeah. you're like fuck and the, the guy that plays magic johnson is fucking phenomenal the voice the the way he's mastered the voice and and the look and everything like he's so great it's funny they have a scene where his father's talking about playing basketball with he's playing basketball with a bunch of his friends and magic comes up and he's like going um he goes, yeah. He goes, I used to play with this cat in high school. He goes, I dunked on this dude so much his face smells like my balls. you know. <laughs> and um, the guy that plays magic says that people call him magic, but his mom doesn't like calling him magic because he's a Seventh-day Adventist. He goes, so she says that that's evil. And he goes, my mom's so scary, she'll scare, she would have scared Christ off the cross. <laughs> um, and so they, they have a bunch of people. They have Adrian Brody coming in this week. The night we're recording, because it comes out on Sundays, playing, he's playing, uh, Phil, uh, no, no, um, Pat Riley. Uh, Michael Chickless plays the head of, um, fuck, of the fucking Boston Celtics. Dick. Like, the like between him and, and, um, Jerry Buss was like, the scene was masterful and it was total dick waving between the both of them. It was fucking great. Um, so yeah, so I'm catching a lot of these limited run series that are on right now. I think that's what I've got going on. And, um, so, I've been watching these like week after week, as well as like Star Trek and Picard, um, Discovery and Picard. But, like, I've been watching these shows and, and they've, been, they've been good. The, I have to say, the only weakest one that I've been watching has to be kind of the dropout, which is the Theranos one, only because I think they're trying to make her look a little too sympathetic. I mean, I get these people are supposed to be three dimensional and and all this stuff that you're trying yeah. to make them seem, but I think they're trying a little too hard to make her sympathetic, which is something I watched a documentary called Pharma Bro, which is that skillet guy that jacked up the price of insulin like 700, percent you know, yeah. and, and he was on,
1: isn't he in prison? Yeah,
0: he was. He's yeah. the dick that bought the Wu Tang album the one album
1: that was the real thing that pissed me off yeah. i'm like all right bro you jack the medicine up but i want to hear that fucking album.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like they did the documentary on him and i watched it and they really tried to humanize him i was like okay i see your angle you know he's like he's not just he's not a dick he's just you know this yeah, that and the other thing like, and i was like he, going i was like he was a fucking troll like stop yeah. trying to to
1: you know, make him seem like he's He was he was rich and used his money to make other people's feel bad about not being as rich as him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was exactly. And he wanted attention. That's what he's a yeah. fucking troll. That's that's who he is.
1: And um Oh, by the way, the movie, um I, I confused as I always do, Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal with Ryan Gosling. Ah. Um the movie is the nice guys. He's Russell Crowe's in it too. I love the nice guys. That movie's fucking great. I love I that, love fucking- that movie. <laughs> movie. I didn't is- I didn't even know. Like we used to do um, well we still do it but during work I'll be on Discord with uh, a few of my friends who are also working and we'll have like movie days and we'll just <laughs> someone will stream a movie and someone randomly pick the nice guys and I was like what the fuck is that and we I was so into that fucking yeah, movie Yeah
0: I think you would text me like have you heard of this movie the Nice Guys? I was like dude I love that movie
1: Yeah it's a good movie
0: Yeah cuz I I saw it with my I saw it with my brother we went to the theaters cuz I was like I love the director uh Shane uh Shane Black he's one of my favorite writer directors. He wrote Lethal Weapon. Um he's he wrote the um uh script for um uh fuck, you just watched it. Last Action Hero.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So he Which wrote, is an amazing movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. And um so, you know, and, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and and um he's been having this resurgence lately. He he wrote he wrote and directed Iron Man Three. And um because he, he's buddies with Robert Downey Jr. now because Robert Downey Jr was on the band and he's the one that gave him the lead role in kiss kiss bang bang and then um that i heard the nice guys and her was kind of a 70s buddy cop and i was like okay okay i, I kind of want to see that and loved it i love that fucking movie dude yeah
1: that movie was great it um, was fucking great it was one of those movies that it's set in a different decade it's set in the 70s yeah but you don't really notice like it's in a good way like yeah. i don't really know how to explain it it's just
0: it doesn't it, stand out
1: like right, this, they, yeah. they're not like, look at me, I'm I'm in the '70s, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it fits the narrative of what they're doing. Like if they would have told that story in the '90s, it wouldn't have been as cool. Yeah, you know. So hmm. it was definitely like that '70s LA vibe. Hmm. Everybody's fucking high. Dude, when, it's, fi- when
0: fucking Ryan Gosling is sitting there on on the side of that house, and then he sees that dead body. He's like, <laughs>
1: bro russell crowe and ryan got so funny together dude. i was <laughs> laughing my ass off yeah, it was a great movie if, if no one's seen that movie you you have that's a must say yeah um mm, but, but yeah I've i've actually been um well i've been trying to like i've been trying to move away from useless content what i call useless content which is just like stupid youtube videos or or TikToks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I need to like I want to read more and I want to watch like movies <laughs> <laughs> and quality television. Um the only thing I really watch right now is Star Trek. Um but I was looking at um Apple TV and I'm like they got really a lot of good shit, good shit on, on there. Yeah.
0: That um that one that um Denzel's in uh,
1: Macbeth. I want to see that. I got to see that. I want to see that. I want to see the one with Samuel Jackson's in it. Too. It's very interesting mm-hmm. premise. I think that one's a movie.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: I can't remember the name of it. It's got a long name. But yeah, where they, they do some ex- – he's old and he's losing his memory and they give him a um, an experimental treatment where he remem- now remembers everything vividly. And he's older, so he's remembering like stuff from the Civil Rights Movement. So it, it just sounds like such a fucking interesting premise because we're not – we're not meant to remember everything like it was yesterday. Yeah. Like that would be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, definitely want to see that. I want. I also need to see the second season of uh, Mystic Quest because like, that show show's so, so <laughs> funny, dude. I love that show. Um, there's some Tom Hanks shit on there I haven't seen, so I think I'm going to be. Is focused that the one
0: on- with the 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 U-boats? Like the is yeah. that the second? I love that movie. Was good.
1: That I was, mean, anything with Tom Hanks in it, I yeah. love. I just haven't, I, the thing, the problem is, I forgot I even had Apple TV.
0: <laughs> I know, sometimes I forget too. Like, I see things go, oh, that's on Apple TV, and they go, oh, wait, I have it, I pay for yeah. it every month.
1: You pay for it every month. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm, being that Apple TV is kind of a different vibe from the other ones, they don't, it's quality over quantity, like yeah. I've noticed, like, they don't have a lot, but what they have is pretty high end. Yeah, they have um, some- Whether you enjoy it or not they,
0: is- If you're into music, they have some good music documentaries on there too.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. So I think I'm going to focus – they have a diverse enough content and then I'll feel like I'm completing something. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to focus on them for a while and um, start going through some of their content. I actually rearranged my room so I can see my television from my desk. (laughs) Um, I'm actually being driven crazy because I'm temporarily only using one monitor. And I don't know how to use one monitor
0: first world. Problem. I know it's a first
1: world problem, but honestly, it's the most frustrating thing in my day. <laughs> like I'll, I'm like, I'm alt tabbing so much. My keyboard's going to break. Yeah. Like, I,
0: like with, with me, I'm going to rearrange the living room. Cause that's where I record the show. So I have it in a corner that doesn't get a whole lot of air. So I'm going to move it basically, you know, it's where the couch is. I'm going to move it over there yeah. and then I'm going to move it. The, and then I'm going to move the couch over to where the desk was. And, um, then i'm going to only have to turn slightly just to see the t v instead of having to turn completely around to see the t v <laughs> yeah
1: basically if you're at Steve's house and you're on the computer, you ain't watching TV <laughs> right like, I remember when I was there last, and I was working, and he had put ambulance on, and that's that's the show bro oh emergency emergency or emergency and um I just gave up and just <laughs> turned around and stopped working. <laughs> I yeah, you started
0: you, you started taking your lunch right around that time. You just like, yeah. <laughs> I was like oh, it's,
1: oh, it's lunchtime. Oh, <laughs> word.
0: Yeah, so I they, love that show. By the way, they fucking moved that show to four in the fucking morning. i oh, get the fuck. And out I was of like, here, God dude. damn it! I love that show. And then I realized, oh wait, I have DVR with Hulu Hulu yeah. with TV. So they right now it's I think fifty hours. So I'm just rec- I have it recording every day. and I just go well I'll delete repeats that i've seen but um next month hulu um with live tv is going unlimited dvr
1: you know emergency isn't streaming anywhere i know that's what pissed that's me off the up. thing that the thing that it's almost frightening where you have it's owned by universal too everybody's like why isn't it on like nbc or peacock like it's because you, no one no one probably even remembers this show that's uh, the problem yeah is that things are just getting lost in this streaming world that we live in like the convenience is great right but there's there's things and of course emergence i mean we like emergence it's not that important but that's Mm. not the point right you know the point is that every you in a perfect world everything every piece of art created by humanity should be archived yeah you know and whether it's dumb or not
0: it's funny too because like this show is so like like so random like nobody everybody was to be like What fucking show is that? And it's like I remember watching it when I was a kid on reruns. Like, there's that point, like you know, the when you come home from school and then like the afternoon cartoons end, like around five o'clock. Yeah, they end, and then I would watch some of the stuff on Channel Five, and then Channel Five would show reruns of Emergency, and it'd be like five to six, six to seven, and my parents would watch it too. So I would always watch. So for me, it was my, it was part of my childhood growing up. So they had it on Netflix at one point, and my brother goes oh shit they have emergency on here I'm like serious he's like yeah so we we binged it for a little while and then Netflix lost it and then it was just kind of like whatever and then it's on cozy which is a random if you get antenna television it's like channel 4.3 or something like that but um they had it on the nationwide cozy so but it's on. it used to be on like in the afternoon so when Adam was here Adam was like the fuck is this show
1: yeah, I'd never seen it,
0: and then he started. Why? Well, then he got into it for the time that he was here. We, yeah. That was our lunch routine. Is like we I've t-
1: watched it. I've watched it here and there yeah. since I've been back. I mean, it's just not on anything. You can get the entire series on DVD for seventy one fifty.
0: That there's show went th- like seven seasons.
1: Yeah, there's only five left. <laughs> Act now. Well, um, it, it's
0: uh, somebody had a had a thing on. I think had a, um, I saw a meme that said like, Amazon's telling they only have. Ter- two left act now motherfucker you're the one selling it you should be ordering more right
1: now (laughs) the thing i the thing i've noticed and it's so funny because i i i don't know how they did it or maybe it was a culture thing but anything i watch from the 70s whether it's a television show it could be a news program with people interviewing people or um my daughter my 14 year old ava she really likes watching old um game shows (laughs) and um she watches the match game
0: oh favorite one she
1: watches the match game from the 70s i
0: vaguely remember that yeah
1: and she'll um i remember my grandparents watching like reruns of it um but the one common thread in all of these pieces of media is the chemistry between the people that are there is so wonderful yeah like it's – and it's weird. It's it's, it it's like they're all friends. It's like they're right? all friends, yeah. It has to be a culture thing. Like – and maybe it is. Maybe it's because they didn't have all this distractions from technology, so they were forced to learn how to be fucking social. Or um, they like, they had
0: to go – they went out to socialize, you know?
1: Yeah, right. Like I was watching the match game, and I'm laughing my fucking ass off just because the panel talking shit. Yeah. And I think too <laughs> – they're allowed to i think tv now is very structured yeah and you're not allowed to just cut it up these motherfuckers were chilling (laughs) like they the contestants were waiting looking at their watch because they were (laughs) fucking talking shit um and and the fucking host was amazing and emergency was the same i half the time of the emergency i didn't even give a fuck what was going on (laughs) it was just the the dudes were so fucking real like it was a realistic yeah because like because, it wasn't that sitcom commie shit that started right. in the '90s, where it's like laugh track, like, laugh track, like you an like I mean? an
0: emergency. That would be like what they would say to each other is like what you would say to your bros, you know, yeah. like you know, like uh, Chet, that guy that always gave shit to them. The there was an episode, there was an episode where they were coming back um, out of state, and they were coming back um, from fishing, and apparently didn't go well. And Chet's in the back, blaming John, um, blaming John for why they went on this bad trip and all that. And then they come across this accident middle of a two lane road, head on collision. So they jump out and they, you know, they're not on duty. They're not in their state and they're trying to get some help. And this lady got pulled out of the car and her leg is like fractured, and she's starting to freak out. And then Chet goes, he goes, relax. He goes, you're, you're in the hands of the two most capable guys I know. Okay. Just relax. And then later at the end, you know, he's like, he goes, Hey, well, you know, what did you say to that lady? Uh, you know, when, uh. When she uh, was freaking out and he goes, he goes, hey, man, I was just telling her so she wouldn't she would stop freaking out, (laughs) you know, and I was like, that's your buddy right there. Like, I was just
1: I was just just, just talking shit. I was
0: just telling her just so she stopped freaking out, man. You know,
1: (laughs) yeah, but it's. um, I don't know what the 70s was just I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like they were people were I mean, I'm sure it had its share of problems. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I, but,
0: was, I was gonna tell you you know what's on Peacock now mm. Rockford Files
1: yeah that shows the shit too and that show <laughs> that show didn't age well <laughs> no. because they were talking about like broads this and fucking yeah. you know and see if she can get <laughs> in the kitchen make some drinks and you just laugh at the you laugh at how fucking casual the sexism was Like, <laughs> yeah. and and I remember was, I was watching an episode of that with my wife and she's like it's so sexist. I said, "It it's so sexist that it wasn't sexist. <laughs> right? It, like it that's just the <laughs> way it was. <laughs> I think in the eighties, it turned into like because more women were like, you know."
0: They were going back to work, and yeah, know, yeah, they were
1: doing um, aerobics and shit. So they were getting all empowered. There's a there's a show they're <laughs> doing aerobics. A, and- no, I say that <laughs> there's, a, there's a new show which I probably won't watch, but it looks it looks very well done on um, Apple TV, and it's set in the '80s, and it's it's a it's a a mom, a stay at home mom that seems to be deflated in her life, like she doesn't know where she's going, she's bored or whatever, and she signs up for an aerobics class, which was all the rage in the '80s. And, um, somehow just, it gives her like, pr- she feels empowered yeah. and stuff like that. And, I mean, that's a cool, it's not for me. It's not a show right. for me. <laughs> you know, I'm not a, see, I'm intelligent enough to see something and go, this isn't for me. So yeah. if I like it or don't like it, it's irrelevant yeah. because no one made it for me. You know, so it's whatever. <laughs> um, it's definitely for, you know, for the ladies, I think mm. to, I, I might, I might tell my mom about it. That's some shit my mom would watch.
0: I uh, saw Trailer for the show called Pivoting. And it's these three chicks. There were four of them. And one of them died suddenly. And they all start to reevaluate their life. And um, one of them was like, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna quit my nursing job. I'm gonna just start focusing on me. And then she's dressed in like these little skimpy shorts and tank tops. She goes, What do you think? So keep in mind these are ladies are probably in their mid 30s, mid to late right. 30s. And she's like, What do you think? And her friends look and go, Oh my God. You look like one of those those TikTok thoughts. And then she go, she looks and goes, "Oh, thank you." And thank I you. just started laughing. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, um you can get the entire series of Emergency. Seasons 1 through 6 plus Final Rescues box set. 50 bucks on eBay. No. Oh. Free shipping. <laughs> honestly i'd pay that yeah yeah that's that's good but that's a lot of fucking content and we're talking seasons of like 20 something yeah they're like all. 20 yeah 20 some odd episodes that's and a whole lot of content yeah uh oh <sighs> huh. you get out of here with that <laughs> do 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 <laughs> um oh no that's duty right. hauser that's er sorry
0: <laughs> jesus christ all right well thanks for tuning in guys uh, we're trying to stay ad-free, which would keep us in- editorially independent. Uh, but we can only do that uh, with your support. You know, so if you want to help us out, head over to lazygeeks.com and click on the donate button. You know, help us feel empowered as as two heterosexual males in this in this trying time.
1: Help us sign up for our aerobics class, okay? <laughs> um, also, by the all, way, all... by the way,
0: Dalen, go ahead and uh, go to the kitchen and make That's us some tr- dr- drinks will you.
1: I'll um. <laughs> All donations proceeds will go directly to the buy the box set of emergency fund. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. okay. Hey, we got that's two sets. We need to get two sets. Yeah, the,
0: know, uh, <laughs> then the next show we're like, hey, we both got the uh, emergency box set. Thank real. you for donations.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm gonna get that, and I'm gonna get the Rockford files. <laughs> um, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shut my door, and everybody can fuck off. <laughs>
0: Do that car in the Rockford Files? That fuck it. Was it a Trans Am? I think it was. I want to say is a Trans Am.
1: I think it was. Yeah. I mean, it should be. Yeah. If it wasn't, <laughs> oh, if you can't help out with cash, that's fine. I mean, you could send me the DVDs. It's not that big of a that's deal. That's true. That's true. Um, you could also help us by recommending the show to your friends, family, loved ones, concubines. You know, um, also review the show on Apple chicks. Podcasts or yeah. All of them. Bro. Your main and your side, um, wherever you can. In the public bathroom of your choice, (laughs) um, you go to church and go, Hey, you know what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) throw that in the offering plate, just go to (laughs) mass, and then when the priest gives you the uh, the the body of Christ, go, Thank you. Oh, by the way, the lazy geeks, fire. (laughs) Okay,
0: when you put your when you put in into the donation plate, be sure to put lazy geeks,
1: (laughs) (laughs) right? (laughs) And then, um Hit up the confession booth, because you, you're fucking up. All right? Because then you should me doing it.
0: Uh, you can also check out our other show on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap cap each episode of Trek and Canonical Order with a bit of a twist. You can find that wherever you found this one. This This week's episode is called Doctor's Orders. Uh, it's from uh, season three of Enterprise, and it's uh, a Phlox-focused episode. Pretty fucking badass.
1: Yeah, it's a good episode. Um, you—if you have any suggestions, comments, questions—hit um, us up on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks. Or you can email us thegeeks at the dot
0: Or you can also hit us up on thegeeks at thelazygeeks dot compuserve dot uh, <laughs> <laughs> Netscape
1: Navigator, <laughs> dot Friendster, fucking gov, bitch. What's up? You can hit us up at uh, at Friendster. <laughs> Hit me up on my um, Yahoo News Group. <laughs> hit me up on my Homestead page. Well, okay.
0: You can also get us on MSN Messenger. Um... <laughs>
1: hit me, hit me up on ICQ. I've been on the internet for a minute. <laughs>
0: it may take us a while to uh, to connect because you know our dial
1: up connection. You know, uh, listen, check the check the show notes. Definitely gonna drop my Telnet um, <laughs> information. <laughs> Hit me up. Uh, <laughs> that went all the way back, bro. All right. Well,
0: that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Brim. Uh We're thinking, so you don't have to.